This is Wellspring, presented by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 997 and 1450 WHTC. And for this Thursday, January 4th, we are joined by Meredith Scrotenborg. Good morning, Meredith. Gary, good morning to you on this first Thursday of 2024. We want to say welcome to Wellspring, a broadcast sponsored by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital. While Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and New Year's are behind us, we're looking ahead to what's next. Martin Luther King Jr. National Day of Service is coming up quickly on Monday, January 15th. And here to talk about how Corwell Health is honoring Dr. King is Carlos Cubia, Chief Inclusion, Equity, Diversity, and Sustainability Officer for Corwell Health. And before we dive into MLK Junior Day, I'm so excited for our listeners to get to know Carlos just a little bit better. Carlos, tell us a bit about yourself, where you grew up, your family, and where you worked before Corwell Health. Wow. Well, uh, Happy New Year to both of you and uh, glad to be here. And wow, um, man, a little bit about myself. So I'll try to condense it. So I am a... um, I guess I'm going to consider myself a Michigander at this point because I moved to Michigan in the sixth grade, uh, went to school in Michigan, went to uh, college at Michigan State University. So I'm a proud Spartan uh, and I have to congratulate Michigan for, uh, you know, the win the other night. I, I know, Gary, I know, I know. But, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I, I'm going to congratulate them because I have four siblings and they're three Spartans and the baby ended up at Michigan. Wow. Joke with her and say she couldn't find her way to East Lansing, so she just settled for Ann Arbor. So anyway, uh, but I am married for 32 years. I have three children. Uh, none of them went to Michigan schools. I have two that uh, went to Howard University, and one went to Columbia College in um, in Chicago. So uh, prior to me coming to Corwell Health, I was the Global Chief Diversity Officer uh, at Walgreens Boots Alliance, and some most folks just know it as Walgreens. Uh, I worked uh, for Walgreens for about six and a half years doing the same role that I have here. But there I did it globally. I traveled to 17 countries where we had stores, distribution centers and source products uh, that we had in our stores. And one of the big things that we were big on at Walgreens was diversity, equity and inclusion, making sure that every individual that came into our stores felt like it was for them. It had products for them, it had services for them, and uh, it had a welcoming environment. Uh, And I've been doing this work for probably just as long as I've been on this earth, making sure that everybody felt like they had a voice. So that's who I am. That's what I do. Carlos, fantastic. And we are so glad that you brought that expertise uh, to Coral Health and to the entire state of Michigan. Um, Tell us about your role as Chief Inclusion, Equity, Diversity, and Sustainability Officer. What do you love about it? What's challenging? What do you hope to accomplish in this role? And remind us, how long have you been with Corwell? So I joined Corwell Health uh, at the time it was BHSH. It had the new name hadn't been revealed uh, as of yet. And that was June of 2022. So just Great. over 18 months that I've been been here. Seems like a lot longer, but, you know, time flies when you're having fun. That's what they tell me, right? (laughs) Uh, But my role encompasses many different things. But at the heart of all of it uh, is to make sure that everyone feels like they they are welcome, they belong, and that their voice matters here at Corwell, whether that's a patient, a team member, an employee, or just a community that we do business with. 
we want to make sure that we create an environment uh, where everybody feels like this is their core well health. So daily, uh, my job changes every morning when I come in here, I'm faced with a different challenge. Uh, whether it's something as simple as how do we diversify our workforce? How do we uh, create economic impacts in the communities that we do business? How do we make sure that people have opportunities to come to work here and to be promoted and have the same opportunities as their fellow man or their fellow woman that they sit next to? That the experience that we create for everyone that comes into contact with us leaves people feeling like they matter. Awesome. Awesome. Martin Luther King Jr. National Day of Service coming up on Monday, January 15th. Tell us about how Coral Health is observing this year. Well, wow. So, you know, that is an important day, not just for Coral Health, but just for our nation and really uh, just for the world. And when you think about what Martin Luther King meant to so many people, uh, his, his whole message of inclusion, his message of fair and equitable treatment, and his 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 message of doing it through nonviolent means to make sure that that we did it in a peaceful manner. So honoring and celebrating Dr. King through a day of service is something that's important to Corwell. When we think about our mission, our vision, and our values, and what we stand for every single day, and those things are mutually aligned in terms of what he meant and what we're trying to do to the communities and the patients that we serve. We're going to be celebrating here through a number of different ways, through through programming. We have an external speaker that we're going to bring in to talk about the importance of Dr. King and the work that he did, uh, talk a little bit about overcoming adversities and the importance of a national day of service. We're going to be having our employees uh, uh, celebrate through uh, volunteerism by going out into the communities and giving back and supporting uh, different charitable organizations and nonprofits out there that could use assistance, uh, not just on that day, but every single day. But we're highlighting that, that particular day. And there's just a calendar of events that's listed on our website uh, of, of things that our employees can do to support. And even if there are other things that we're highlighting that are not necessarily Corwell sponsored, but other things in the community that they can go out and participate in. And I would encourage folks to, if, if nothing else, just take that day to learn about someone or something different than yourself that maybe you haven't been exposed to in your life as of yet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was an inspiring leader with an incredible legacy. And this is, this is a big question, Carlos. What does his dream mean to you? Wow. Um, so, so this may sound like a hokey answer, you know, but it, it, it's a heartfelt answer. And that is, I mean, it, it meant everything to me. When I was coming up as a young boy and I heard Dr. King's speech, um, the iconic speech, I've heard many of his speeches and, and sermons, but this one about I have a dream and how uh, if you can see it, you can be it. And so that took that to heart to say, well, people need to see themselves in certain roles and certain positions. They need to see themselves having access to certain opportunities, and then they will believe that it's possible for them. So what it meant for me was to say, don't get sidetracked by obstacles. Find a way to manipulate those obstacles in order to achieve your desired outcome. Always look for ways to, to make your dream a reality. And if you can't dream it, then you can't see it or be it. So when I was going into college, 
there's a fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity that Dr. King was a member of. And so I made it my mission to pursue that fraternity and become a member of that fraternity. And what I found out later that there were many great men uh, and I'm not considering myself in that company. I'm just glad to be a part of the fraternity, but that have pledged Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity that have gone on to do great things like Thurgood Marshall, Martin Luther King, uh, and many others that really, you know, have contributed to society. So what it meant for me is saying that you can do it. There's nothing that you can't do. And the second piece is you should do it. Not that you just can do it, but you should do it because it's important to society that if you are blessed with means, if you're blessed with certain opportunities, it's my obligation, duty and responsibility to give back and lift others up. So that's part of why and what he has meant to me. Mm. Beautiful. Diversity, equity and inclusion work is deeply important. Mm -hmm. Talk about the strides that Corwell has made on this front. Well, one of the things that attracted me to Corwell Health was um, their stated, and I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in any way, their stated commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. When I was contacted by Corwell, and at the time, BHSH Systems, about this opportunity, um, I really wanted to know were they serious about it? Because there's a lot of organizations that say they're serious about diversity, equity, inclusion, but it's more a performative statement. So I asked a number of questions to Tina Fries-Decker, our CEO, uh, my boss, and I said, hey, you know, how serious are you about, about this work? Is this sustainable? Is this something that we're committed to? Are we investing in it? Will we have the resources to do this work? Uh, and there was an unwavering commitment that we, that there was a commitment to doing this uh, and to promoting this work and to using all the benefits that DE&I brings to an organization like ours. For example, when diversity, equity, inclusion is done the right way, and this is not about race and gender, this is about all the dimensions of diversity. When it's done the right way, and when it's communicated the right way, when it, it's made to, it, it's done in a way where everyone is made to feel like their voice matters and that this DEI work is about them, then and only then does this work succeed. For example, workforce, workforce uh, representation. Does our workforce reflect the community where we do business? If you're not doing diversity now on your own, you're going to be forced to do it in the future. And what do I mean by that? Data and research shows that over the next 15 years, the diverse population will become the majority population. Our demographics are changing in this country every single day, whether we like it or not, it is happening. And if you're going to do business in this country, if you're going to seek um, services and products, you know, and be able to meet the needs of the changing demographics out there, it's important that we understand those community members. So the important work here is higher productivity, higher creativity, better problem solving, reduces discrimination and racism because you have a better understanding of your fellow man and that doesn't just work in the workforce, it works in our day-to-day -day society, in academics, uh, in education. DE&I supports so many parts of our society until it's almost, in my opinion, irresponsible if we're not doing this every single day. Accountability matters. 
Where sure. do you see improvements that could be made when it comes to DE&I at Corwell? So I'm going to start with Corwell, but I'm going to go beyond that. For Cor the, the accountability piece is important. And so what I try to make sure that everyone here understands is DEI is not my job and my responsibility in and of itself. It is the entire responsibility of the organization to make every patient, to make every community member, to make every employee feel safe, protected, and treated fairly. That's not just the DEI department. That's your job, Meredith. That's Gary's job for all the folks that he comes in contact with through the radio station or whatever he's doing. You have a job and a responsibility to make other people feel like they matter. That's if you believe they matter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you don't, that's a whole nother conversation for another time. But um, what we need to know is to make sure that everybody is treated with dignity and respect and that we value and understand differences and use those differences to our advantage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Health equity is something that Coral Health leaders and team members are working towards, but not something we can achieve alone. Talk more about that. So, so the short answer on that one is health equity is a problem that has been created over many, many, many years. And for us to solve health equity, it's going to take a collaboration of all us coming together, addressing those, those uh, social determinants of health that have created the health equities that exist in the world today. So collaborations, partnerships, um, uh, understanding of one another, and DE&I will lead to us overcoming and achieving health equity um, um, that exists today. Absolutely. Last question for you, Carlos. What, what gives you hope these days? What makes you excited? <laughs> wow. What, what gives me hope every day is the fact that there are so many people that are interested in doing this work, mm. interested in creating a society that is better than it is, than it was yesterday, and to make sure that uh, they create a world where everyone can come together, work together, live together, and, and, and just totally uh, respect one another. That gives me hope. Mm -hmm. That's what Dr. King talked about with a beloved community, right? A community where all can thrive. Carlos, thank you. Thank you for being so generous with your time. And uh, we're, we're deeply grateful that you could be part of Wellspring this morning. Uh, we want to thank you for your time. We want to thank our listeners for their time. And uh, thank you all for joining us this morning. Until next week, Corwell Health Zealand Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring from Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.